Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. It is Monday, July 11th. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers. Catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is a national day. We actually talked about last week, sort of in a roundabout way. Last week, we had a national blueberry day. Today is national blueberry muffin day. And we both said that uh, we enjoyed blueberries mixed in with something rather than just raw blueberries. Blueberry muffins, I think, was one of the first things that popped into our heads. Yeah, I'm I'm all for some blueberry muffins. You give me some blueberry muffins, that's a great little breakfast for me. Put a little butter on it. What are those I'm, what are those muffins that are like they're like bougie mushroom muff, uh, mushrooms? Uh I've had some this morning apparently. Muffins, like the bougie muffins that come everybody used to eat. What were they? Spunkmeyer? Was that what they were called? Spunkmeyer muffins? Is that yeah. is that a thing? Yeah. Am I making that up? No. Those were like the uh the the nice muffins when I was growing up they had like the blueberry I think they had a chocolate chip and then they had like a uh, like an apple apple cinnamon crumble or something for Spunkmeyer muffins right yeah those those were really really good and those were when you talked about bougie I mean they were bougie yeah that was the expensive muffins we got the yeah. um oh what were the what were the little ones that came in the uh, I forget who made those we got the little ones that came in a little pouch. They were like muffin bites or something, and I don't remember who yes. made them. I don't yeah. even know if those were old muffins. <laughs> but I they were like talking about though. Yeah, yeah, they were. The, they came in a pouch of like, and they had like maybe six or seven like little tiny small mini muffins. Today's also uh, free slushy day. If anybody has a Seven Eleven around them, they started this in uh, two thousand two. So if anybody has a Seven Eleven around them, today is free slushy day. Pop in and get yourself a nice frozen treat. Mm, free slushies from 7-Eleven. Have you ever had the slushies from 7-Eleven? No, I do not like slushies. Really? No, 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 no. Too much sugar. Too much sugar. Not a, not a fan of those things. Imagine that. Yeah, I know. I'm weird. Uh, this weekend, Billy the Braves had themselves a series in a 3-0 series sweep of the Washington Nationals. We start off on Friday night. A massive victory. I went to bed, or no, I didn't go to bed. I went, I went and did something, uh, and it was eight to two. And by the time I came back upstairs, uh, that was done. Braxton was like, "Yeah, they scored twelve. They scored four more runs. We beat them twelve to two Friday night." Michael Harris Jr. or Michael Harris the uh, second, dude, led the way. Four RBIs. That kid just keeps producing. Acuna with three RBIs, which is nice to see. We got to get Ronnie going, man. Azuna with two RBIs, Swanson, Olsen, and Contreras also added in RBIs. Morton looked really, really good. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, and seven Ks. That's the way to start off a series this weekend. Yeah, they had a rain delay. That's why you you kind of that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. Yep, yep. They uh, and the what they didn't didn't restart until eleven eleven o'clock. 
Yeah, something like that. And Ronnie had that massive three-run bomb. And you want to talk about... Uh, that was another bomb that I'm not sure has landed yet, honestly. The way he hit that, holy crap. I mean, that was just unre- unreal. It but yeah, sounded that's, great. That's definitely the way you needed to start off the weekend. Um, the way that they need to continue to put on put pressure on the Mets, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But that's the way you need to. You need to continue to put pressure on the Mets, beat the teams that are crap like the Nationals, and move forward. And that's that's what we did on Friday. And and Charlie Morton having another stellar outing, I'm all I'm it's here great, for it. Man. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we, we've kind of mentioned uh, Morton's slow start. And what, about four or five starts ago, those, that slow start just kind of disappeared. Morton's been more or less lights out the past you know four or five starts, I feel like, for him, which is a great sign to see from someone who you kind of signed. I don't want to say he's going to be your ace, but he's going to be that veteran leader in the rotation uh, when you get to October, I think. that That's going right. to be his position. Uh, the Braves carried on the winning ways on Saturday, beating the Nats 4-3. to Austin Riley with two RBIs. Arcia with one RBI and Kyle Wright picking up right where Charlie Morton left off Friday night going seven innings, allowing three earned runs and five Ks. Kyle Wright, also the first player this year in major leagues with 10 wins and 100 Ks. I'm, I'm really surprised Spencer Strider doesn't have 100 Ks yet. That's a, uh, you know, yes, I figured, he, he I figured he'd get that in like three wins. starts. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. Yes, uh, Spencer Spencer Strider, I think, is like fifth or sixth in the NL right now in strikeouts, which is absurd. And then on Sunday, we wrapped it up with a series sweep on a walk-off. We beat the Nats 4-3. to three. Riley walks the Nats off. Another three-RBI night for Riley and Ed- Eddie Rosario added in another RBI. It's great to see Rosario getting at-bats, getting competitive at-bats. Uh, that's oh – man, I'm, just, I'm so excited that we get to see him uh, playing, I was really worried when they say he had eyesight issues. I'm like, even if you get that fixed, man, I, I don't know. That, I just get really nervous when people. But uh, uh, McCann had sort of the same thing, I believe. Uh, it might not be the same issue that Rosario had, but didn't didn't Brian McCann have some sort of eyesight issue that he had to have surgery on or something like that? Well, yeah, I think so. But I think his were his were just awful eyes. He was just honest. getting old. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet uh, Freddie, Freddie Freeman also had some sort of eye surgery. But any, anytime people operate on the eyes, man, it just freaks me out. I'm like, well, like one slip and we're blind. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> eye surgery terrifies me. So the game uh, on Sunday was really interesting only because it was three to two going into the inning and Riley hit a, a bomb that I mean, was just unreal. And then, so you're tied going into to the to the ninth. Man, extra innings suck. I hate it. I really, terrible. But you got to give you got to give the bullpen credit when you go three innings in the bullpen in the in extra innings and don't give up a run. Give the bullpen a ton of credit because that was awesome. You especially since I believe in the tenth inning, you started out with the sack bunt and automatically that play that runner's at third base with one out and you still don't allow that runner to come in so kudos to the bullpen man I'm I was super thankful watching that 
it's nice to get that win on Sunday. You know, you go to extra innings. I mean, the Braves left 15 guys on the base. They out hit the Nationals 12 to 5. So it's nice to come away with a win there. A nice walk off fashion. Sweep the Nats. And you are only a game and a half back of the Mets. And you have a three game set with the Mets coming up now. You take two out of these three. And dude, you are sitting pretty going into the All Star game. I cannot believe. We are at this stage right now with the start that the Braves had to the season. The Braves have a chance to take the lead in the NL East going into the All-Star break. I think we're 20. It's the first. 28-8, and the Mets are 18-16. and 16. That's how <laughs> you erase the 10 and a half game. Hey, the Mets going to Met, that's man. How you I mean, that's, that's the old adage. Mets going to Met. Hope. Braves stay and, hot. Yeah. And the good news is, you know, we got a former former Met that's joined the Braves now, so we're going to be in good shape, right, Bryce? Yeah, let's see what Robson Cano, Cano can do, man. We signed him to a minor league uh, contract. It'll be interesting to see. I, I assume he'll start off. Well, he'll, he'll just start off in Gwinnett, right? You think in AAA? He'll just start off there to see what he can do? Don Heyman said something that he could be in the major leagues as early as tomorrow is what he said in a tweet. Wow. Really? Now, he was. I did see his stats when he was playing, uh, I believe it was the Padres AAA affiliate in El Paso this year. And he had, I want to say he, his batting average was like above 300 with AAA El Paso. Now, it's obviously AAA and we want him for the majors, but that's not bad, man. When you can hit over 300 in, in AAA, uh, it, you know, you kick the tires on a guy like uh, Robson, uh, why did I just forget his name? Cano. I'm not, the name, the name of the, the name of the Welsh striker, Hal Robson Cano, just popped into my head. Robson, uh, Robson wow. Cano. <laughs> I know. Uh, when you yeah. kick the tires on a guy like that, it's like, um, it's like when you picked up Panda, you know, and you got him for thirty games before we traded <laughs> him, forty games before he traded him, and you know he he provided some pop off the bench every now and then. So uh, hopefully Cano can come in and do that for the Braves. And you know what the great thing about this is? And, and this is an all honesty. Can you imagine if just somehow late in the game, Robinson Cano somehow hits a home run to win the game for the Braves? And Against the Mets. Um, the line that keeps coming back in my head is the line from Moneyball. When uh, he's talking with David Justice, he's like, no, nah, the Yankees are paying me. Well, no, the Mets are paying you $20 million. I'm not paying you that. <laughs> that much so they can play against them. <laughs> yeah, the Met, the Met, the Mets are paying you twenty million dollars not to play for them. That's what they thought of you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Something to be interesting to see. We start, uh, we start tonight with the Braves. I believe I'm assuming that's at home, so that's a seven o'clock start price. Seven twenty uh, tonight for the Braves and the Mets, and then we continue. So we got Freed and Scherzer. Oh my God, Freed and Scherzer oh, on the mound tonight. Oh. Tomorrow night, Tuesday. Yeah, Strider and Peterson tomorrow night, Tuesday at 720. And then Wednesday, we have a businessman special at 1220 Morton versus Bassett. This is going to be a fantastic, amazing series. I cannot wait, dude. I I will not miss a single pitch of any of these games, more than likely. I will be zoned in like I would for a playoff game. Let's let's take two or three from those, those mutts. Or just sweep them. Or just sweep them. All right, let's move on to the Atlanta United, who had one of the worst games I think I've ever seen them play inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium this weekend. Uh, they, lost. they weren't inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium last weekend. Oh, um, 
Yeah, the the, the three three nothing lost against uh, Austin FC. Uh, it probably should have been closer to seven to nothing. It was really terrible. Uh, the attack showed very few signs of promise. Um, Arujo wouldn't shoot. I don't know. I don't know what was going on, but he had a reluctance to shoot. Uh, getting in inside the box seemed to be a hassle. Uh, every single corner kick we took seemed to come up short. Uh, there was no flow from defense to midfield into the attack. I know Gonzalo Pineda probably wants to play uh, building from the back and, and attacking that way. That's, that's not really how this team is built. So P- Pineda's, uh, Pineda's game plan is just not, not what this team is suited for. Man, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to watch these games. Uh, the midfield was essentially non-existent, not providing much attack and, and disappearing completely from the defensive duties. The first goal that Austin FC scored was, I believe it was Sosa or Abar. I don't remember which midfielder it was, not marking his man, essentially just staring at him as he was in the box with a free open header. Uh, The defense was also laughable. Wiley had one of the worst mistakes I've ever seen in a soccer game inside the box. He's a left-footed guy, tried to clear it out with his right foot and kicked it, I don't know, about four feet in front of him for an easy goal for Austin FC. Uh, Wiley also got beat multiple times in the wing. I mean, every single time Austin FC would come down the field and attack, it would be on Wiley's side. He was just getting beat left, right, and center off of the ball. Uh, The man marking was once again atrocious. This team is just awful right now. It's just terrible. And Joseph Martinez called out everyone in the post-game conference. He He said these players are playing for the name on the back and not the name on the front. They're coming here as a business decision. You see them play hard on game days, but when you are at training, these guys aren't giving 100%. They're not putting everything, their heart and soul, into this club. Uh, They're not trying hard in training. He even called out Gonzalo Pineda, said that the tactics weren't correct for the way this team is built. He even called out the front office of Atlanta United, saying that a lot of these players are brought in for business decision and big-name pop instead of putting players in positions to succeed that will fit into this squad. I mean, Joseph literally called out everybody. I mean, short of calling out Uncle Arthur, who I think is a major point to blame on this squad, uh, he called out the front office. He called out the coaching. He called out the players. And, you know, he said, this is my last year. Probably this is my last year on the contract in Atlanta. And he said, it's probably time for me to move on. And I, I don't I don't blame the man. The, the heart that this – I mean, they, if you watch the game on Saturday – there looked like there looked at points in the game where I thought Atlanta United was going to break out in fistfights amongst their own teammates. It was terrible. It was one of the one of the most depressing, lackluster, ballless performances I've ever seen out of an Atlanta United squad. And Joseph Martinez is a thousand percent in the right here to call out essentially everybody inside that Atlanta United locker room. I saw a tweet yesterday that said that the heart and soul of Atlanta United got traded in 2019 or left the team in 2019. And I'm like, yeah, ever since then, it's been just crap. Honestly. Yeah, it's been terrible. So it's, I mean, LGP, Gressel, and Nagby leaving. It was just, I don't know. This team is, this team is awful. Um, and I don't know we want to bring blame injuries, but even Joseph said in his post-game presser, every, everybody's injured. Every MLS team inj- gets injured. Every soccer team gets injured. We're <laughs> professionals. We're not children out here playing. We're professionals. So it's on us to get results. And they're not getting them. And they're not getting any better right now either. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what comes down the pipe for Atlanta United. But it's not looking too great right now. 
Uh, the Hawks continued their summer. They kicked off their summer league, uh, their NBA summer league games this weekend uh, with a loss to the Jazz, 72 to 66. It wasn't great, man. They could not get a lot of offense going. Uh, they played slow. There was no fast break stuff, and they got shut down in the half court. Utah just completely smothered the Hawks once they got over the half court line. And it was, I know 72 to 66 sounds good, but it was not even close to being that competitive of a game. Dude, the Hawks scored 13 points in each in the first and second quarter. 13 yeah, they had 26 points. points at halftime. It was terrible. What the hell is that? <laughs> Uh, Sharif Cooper got the start, but was essentially a non-factor. Only made one bucket in the first half. The Griffin kid that we drafted out of Duke, uh, he did not did play. He he, he he is in the roster, Why? but he didn't play. I don't know. Why? I have no idea. I don't know. What's <laughs> the whole point of the summer league? Nate you, McMillan you, hates rookies so much, he's now not allowing them to play in the summer league games. <laughs> freaking lord, man. That's the whole point of summer league. And I'm super bummed that Jalen Johnson's getting a getting surgery because I really was gonna be super interested in seeing how he was gonna perform out in this summer league. Um, the fourth the fourth quarter was a little bit better for the Hawks. They started off on a nine three run and then added in an eight zero run later in that quarter, but it was it was ultimately not enough. I mean, you dug yourself a massive hole in the first half, so you know the nine three run the eight zero run made the score look more respectable than it probably should have been. Uh, but yeah, we got we got ran out of the gym. Justice Tillman. For the Hawks had 12 points and three rebounds. Shoddy Brown had 15 points, and the center Alpha Kaba had eight points and six rebounds. They play again tonight at 6 p.m. against the Pelicans, I think. Uh, so, but it's the summer league, you know. It's one of those leagues where you just want to get your your young guys, your two-way contracts, your rookies. You want to get them some PT to see which one's going to fill out the roster uh, when the season starts. All right, man, let's get to the Marines House School Board. Uh, yesterday, as we mentioned, the Marlins beat the Mets 2 to nothing in extra innings. That was the second game in a row that the Marlins took the Mets to extra innings. Let's go and fish. Marlins, Marlins actually beat the Mets 2 of 3, which, that of boy. That of boy. I mean, Marlins. Cards beat the Phils 4 to 3 last night as well. So uh, the Braves just made up some good ground yesterday in the NL East with that with that win. Uh, on our Stumpet Games and Events calendar in the NBA Summer League, Hawks do play the Pelicans tonight at six. Uh, in the NL East, Braves and Braves are hosting the Mets at seven twenty. Marlins have the Pirates at six forty, and then the Cards have the Phils at seven fifteen. And that is your st- games and events calendar. You need another cup of coffee this morning, man. More than you can imagine. Let's do it, dude. Tony Romo wins in Tahoe after a playoff with Mark Mulder and Joe Pavelski. Pat McAfee finishes 61st. AJ Hawks finished 53rd. And Aaron Rodgers, old Mr. Panchakarma himself, finishes 9th. Pretty good finishing for the, th- the threesome that goes on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, Pat. 61st is not terrible. That's not last. He had a pretty good show on uh, Friday. He had a, pre- or a pretty good round on Friday. Um, I wish they'd televise more of this. They only had combined, I think, like four hours of this televised during the weekend. I wish they would have televised this more. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean, it's a celebrity uh, golf event. You should be showing this because that's that's just entertaining, honestly. I mean, this, this is what people want to see. I mean, it's, it's Romo, Mark Mulder, Annika Sorenstam. Derek Lowe, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Marshall Falk, TJ Oshie. 
like Carson Palmer, John Smoltz, Steph Curry, Del Curry. You kidding me? Like, I bet some people would rather watch this than the LIV tour. Brian Erlacher, Brian McCann, Paige Sporanic. I just, I don't understand why they don't televise more of this. I mean, they televise the entire thing of those stupid matches that are, you know, hit or miss, I guess. But yeah, it's it's weird. I wish they, I wish they, or stream it, or stream it, you know, have that option. Do something. Uh, Novak Djokovic wins at Wimbledon again. Uh, (laughs) Novak Djokovic is something like, it's been like 2,000 days since he's lost a match at Wimbledon. It was, it was 18, it was 1,826 a couple days ago. He wins Wimbledon now. So next year when he goes back, it's going to be like, I don't know. It's going to be over 2,000, 2,000 days since Novak Djokovic has lost a match at Wimbledon. That's absurd. That is like, (laughs) that's just pure dominance. Was it straight sets? I didn't see this. Uh, no, I think Kyrgios won a set. I might be wrong here, but I thought Kyrgios won a set. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not a thousand percent sure. Uh, I didn't get to watch this because we were out playing. Um, we were out playing four set victory. Yeah, so so Kyrgios did steal one set. Um, yeah, we were out playing baseball, so I missed this. But yeah, Djokovic wins again. Nobody's surprised. The world keeps on spinning. Uh, Wayne Rooney, the former England national and Manchester United star, uh, is out at Derby County. It's a it's an English club, but he is rumored to come over and be the next manager of the MLS side DC United. He played there for a couple years, uh, maybe four or five years ago. They played with DC United. It was pretty successful with them. So he is coming over and going to be DC United's new manager for the MLS squad, which is awesome. That's a big time name coming over and managing DC United. Good for the MLS. Uh, Georgia's own Chase Elliott wins at Atlanta Motor Speedway this weekend, Billy. And I have already received a text this morning from our good friend, Mr. Matt Ridgway. His exact words are, let's record tonight. And then he sent me the... uh, uh, the NWA meme that says, yo, Dre, I got something to say. Uh, so track talk, I think it's going to be pretty spicy tonight when we release it tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Matt Ridgway, I think he's going to have some very strong opinions on the AMS race. He was he was very active on social media yesterday during the race, so I'm kind of interested to see this as well. I'll, I'll reserve my opinions and everything for... Ooh, that just popped up. That's That's... We got some more track top news that just popped up on my news feed. I'm super excited about. Uh, yeah, I'll reserve. I'll reserve my uh, my criticisms to for track talk tonight. Uh, out in Austria, Charles Leclerc wins at the Red Bull Ring. Something that I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, Red Bull almost always dominates the Red Bull Ring because it's their own track, and they test there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. So congratulations to the Ferrari driver. And in 1914, Billy, future baseball Hall of Fame slugger, Bob, babe, Bobby, babe, baby, babe, baby, George baby Herman Ruth. Ruth. George Herman Ruth makes his MLB debut as a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, earns a 4-3 win against the Cleveland Naps at Fenway Park. Mr. Babe Ruth did go on to have a quite illustrious baseball career and I don't, a decent player, I think. You could, you know, middling you know, utility infielder type guy, I think. Play on, yeah. play on Sundays. Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Bill, you got anything else to add today, man? No, I'm good, man. I Long weekend. 
like our boys, you mentioned our boys played baseball this weekend, so um, unfortunately didn't do as well as we thought, but, you know, it's hard to beat 11, 11 people on the other side. Well, that is what it is, man. You, you come out and we'll play next week. Uh, first first kid pitch tournament for a lot of the kids, so learning experience. But uh, for, for Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow morning on the Morning 5 podcast. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>